I hope it's Jesus and she should be like a guiding force. Nightcrawler's doing it from like the spark is the rules of our religion and he's enforcing them. He's kind of like a cop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that sound like to me. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh, he's like a religious cop. Oh, that's <laughs> I don't think that's any better. y'all welcome back to another episode of another relaunch i am the iconic peter parker hello El. i am the red-headed woman from this week's immortal x-men that threw red stuff at emma frost <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even want to be emma you want to be the girl that threw <laughs> Did she throw something at her because she was giving another speech about them kids that she got killed? Oh, don't worry. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to find out. Don't worry. Lord have mercy. Okay. How are you doing this week? Um, I'm alive, which is like, which is like fantastic. No, it's been like, I've had like a really busy work week, which was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going on in the universe, but like. We passed it. Monkeypox is alive and well in DC from what I've been hearing. So I'm actually going to get vaccinated soon for that. That's good. Ready for that. I could um, I we were talking about it at work and I was like, I'm so tired of living through like history altering events and just Ain't that wild to think about that like this is really like these are truly unprecedented times. <laughs> I don't wanna be in the history. <laughs> Please don't remember me. <laughs> I <laughs> not want to be a part of this. And that's just been my week. But I'm a, but I'm here. I'm feeling good. You know, how are you? That's good. I also had a really kind of a rough week. Clearly, I don't my boss don't listen to this, but like I was this close to quitting. <laughs> <laughs> my God, was I like this close? And I was like, mm. I don't need this. What is this is not living. Mm. Like I, I, I don't want to like like money is part fake. of this money yes so fake when you think you, about it do you ever stop and think about like like that we made all this shit up <laughs> all of it like of all the things that we could be doing in the world we decided to make credit scores people are insane <laughs> like, wow. for what to go outside and get monkey box <laughs> what is the world coming to what? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay, so like going into the updates of the week, we don't have too much because of just not too much going on right now. But I did want to actually, I know for a fact next week we'll be talking about a lot because that's Comic Con week. And you know, oh my gosh, already? Already, yeah, that'll be next week. So we'll definitely be talking about all the stuff coming out of there. Do you have any predictions of what's happening? Because you know this is the first time that the Marvel Studios will be back at Comic Con in I think two years. Um, so I think that they're going to be presenting some stuff at Hall H and I don't think it's going to be a lot because I think D23 happens like two weeks later. 
And in my opinion, why would you bring like your big stuff to somebody else's event? Mm, I can see that. I think we'll get some Cat 4 news. I do think we'll get a Wakanda Forever trailer. Or at least the I first think so one. too. I think so. I'm thinking the cover trailer. Months, yeah. It does. <laughs> it's gonna be something. <laughs> It'll be something. I uh, I think they're definitely going to give some Wakanda Forever a trailer. Probably Ant-Man. Mm, I forgot about that movie. Yes. Maybe Kang. like some concept. Ooh, Kang we stuff. will see some Kang stuff. Ooh, I hope John we'll probably know. also see like some Blade concept art mm-hmm. and teaser stuff for that too. But I think they're filming that now. Maybe a first look at him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've... No, they usually have their suits in the movies. It's the shows where they don't wear them. Yes, that's the last episode reveal. Mm. They got to change that formula because <laughs> I don't like that. I already know that. They got to, it's time to do something new. <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of the MCU all together. Mm. Yeah. They got to turn said. the ship around. <laughs> but when I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so no major news this week, mostly just kind of speculating about some stuff. Um, there's been lots of talks about different casting coming out. Um, oh, the Fantastic us, Four casting. All of a sudden, everybody's a Fantastic Four fan now, and everybody know. got a fan cast. I, I think that's just because people are MCU fans. They like them, too. They just try the to The Fantastic Four? Yeah. They talk about them every other day. <laughs> <laughs> it's fan ca- it's fan cast this and um people oh, like Susan, which like yes. is always kind of interesting to me. It's my girl. <laughs> I know I like I know you like Sue. Like you've always been a big Sue fan, but like it's always interesting to me that people are like, Oh yeah, I really like Sue. I'm into her. That's my mm-hmm. girl. She's great. She's a protector. Queen D that's Big Mama. <laughs> she's a mother. That is that the personification is, of that is mom. that is mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is mother. We always um, appreciate that. I've seen people talk about like having Amanda Seyfried cast as her. That is a terrible idea. Oh, that is because she's supposed to be Enchantress. Ooh, I, I do be. like her as Enchantress. That would be great. Which I <laughs> still think that she is going to be in Wonder Man. She's, like, a part of Wonder Man's story. She was the one who broke him out of jail and, like, kind of enticed him to become a villain. And mm-hmm. uh, from the from what I've been hearing about the creators of the Wonder Man show, they are, like, fans of the comic, and they know about, like, you know, his story of him being a villain first. So I have a feeling she's going to be in it. That would be great if she could be in Genesis, because that is actually a dream casting for me. And, like, I don't know. But you, like... um. You like Emily Blunt for Sue, don't you? Uh, she yeah, I That's not my first choice. My first choice is Nicole Bahari. But... Oh, period. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I want to be uh, Sue. Mm. I mean, Emily Blunt's cool. Oh, okay. Who's your Who's your third? I choice? didn't. I did not want Emily Blunt because I I did not think that her husband is Reed. I yes. don't see that at all. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, no. Um, but Emily would wouldn't be a bad Sue. Okay. Well, like, if you couldn't have Nicole, you don't have Emily. Who are, like, some girls? Um, you know, I also saw the... Uh, Shorty from you. Margot is supposed to be talking. Those are my, t- those are my two. Margot Margo Robbie and um, I think her name is Elizabeth or something. The girl who was in you. Victoria? No, not Victoria. 
the first season of you. Oh, Love. The girl, the girl who played Beck? Beck, yes. Wow. She's also a choice. But okay. Margot will be before her. Margot also, like, was almost gonna be Sue. She was cast as Sue in the uh, 2015 reboot of Fantastic Four, but she turned it down to, mm. to be Harley. Oh. And then they cast uh, uh, Kate Mara Harley. instead. Oh, did you didn't like Kate Mara? Absolutely not, no. She <laughs> <laughs> <You>. is... <laughs> Yo, that movie was crazy. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. I was like, they did not put this out oh like this. Wow. That movie was actually insane. Wow. I'm like, it's all just started coming back to me. Like, I thought about her hair and just like... <laughs> um, when she would change wigs every other scene. <laughs> and the one wig was really bad. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh. That was sad. Well... We'll see. We're you... moving forward. I don't think they're going to be bringing any Fantastic Four or like X Men news. Mm. I don't think oh. the X Men are coming until probably next year. And I do think the Fantastic Four news is coming, but that's going to be a D23. We'll probably see, get the um, the cartoon, X Men 97. Oh, yeah, definitely. Are you excited for that? Mm, not really. I'm interested to see how the animation is. I'm a big animation fan. So I'm oh, I hope it's not what it is. Because then I definitely won't watch it. No, I don't think so. I think that it's going to be maybe like an updated version of the previous series. Mm. Because this is a continuation of the of the show. So I think Ooh. they're going to... You know, I wonder if they got... Do you remember that boy who released um, like those X-Men, like his X-Men fighting game on YouTube? And then he like actually oh, got yes. in trouble. I wonder if they like got him to help. Because he those had like... Room room. protocols. And- yes. Yeah, yes, that was hot. I remember. I remember thinking that that was actually pretty cool that they sent him that cease and desist. It was like take all this <laughs> shit down, but they hired him. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. Yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. like that's like everyone's dream, right? To just put the art out there and then get hit up like that. So that's really cool for him. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Next week is going to be Comic Con week, and all the news is coming out of there. Do you have any speculation for the comic side for? Mm-hmm. So sometimes is that's when they announce the new books and new initiatives and all that stuff. I don't know. I don't know. They'll probably have a lot of solicits for like the fall. Yeah, I can definitely see that. They might announce like some big event, or maybe they would save that for New York. Oh yeah, New York Comic Con I think is in October. Mm-hmm. We'll see. What's I happening? Think a, I think a new initiative is coming. Like nothing. I don't feel like anything like big is happening. Well, I guess Judgment Day is about to come. I think that's why I think everything is coming after Judgment Day. Like there's no, there isn't a Hulk book out right now, right? Is it? I haven't read a book since Immortal ended. Actually, I think he does have a book out. So never mind. I take that back. Um, but I, I don't know. It feels like a lot of things are winding down right mm-hmm. now, and I getting can... like ready for like a relaunch soon. You know, uh, Dan Slide is going to be off of Fantastic Four. Um, I don't know what's happening with Avengers. They got that um, all action Avengers coming out. Oh, really? It's, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be like Aaron and Land. I think not. Not Aaron actually. It's somebody different. And Greg oh. Land's on the art, and it's just supposed to be like you know, 
action Avengers. They're just like on the move, they fighting, stuff's blowing up, it's big, it's loud. I might tap here. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to. I'm oh, that sounds kind of good. Spider Woman's in it, Thor's in it. Like it's it's cool. Like Hold it's, on. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm I'm, I'm going to be there. I might have to tap into that because that sounds like my kind of tea. I gotta say, I really want to. All right, well, let's go ahead and take a break, and then we'll come right back. Ooh. <laughs> you say that every week. I I was thinking about that while I was reading, reading this. I was thinking about that while I was reading this, and I was like, I haven't read a bad issue of this. Like, I really have been like, this has been great the whole way through. I was thinking about Kelly Thompson the other day too, because I said I can't believe they canceled that Black Widow book. A shame. It's insane. It's insane. But hello, everyone. Welcome back to the comic section of the show. Um, let's go ahead and get this week started. It was, a, it was a nice little even week. And the first book on our list is Captain Marvel number 39. And as we were just saying, the ship was turned around. So tell us about yes. it. Yes. This is uh, written by Kelly Thompson with art by uh, Ron Progeri and Alvaro Lopez. Uh, they kind of swap off again because we are in this binary Captain Marvel era right now. And this issue picks up exactly where the last one ends, where... Carol is like in this tribunal because I guess magic users have this like weird like I don't know they all work together or something they all have this like yes, weird like that is true. we kind of good have this or respect. evil the magic connects yes. us all it's I like guess. that's what they say in this and it's like whatever <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter and, you know earlier in this uh, run of Captain Marvel uh, Carol was going through like her magic arc where she was trying to defeat this guy Ove who was the son of um, Enchantress and Namor from the future, and he came back to our uh, time to do whatever he wants to do to be a villain, but she went to Enchantress, she needed help, and Treacherous told her about this like serum, basically, that if she drinks it, she'll be impervious to magic, um, but she basically got Ove to drink it, and that cut him off from magic. And all of the magic users was like, that's a bad thing. You would have been better off killing him. And now she's in this uh, kind of tribunal right now for all of, for everyone. And at the tribunal is um, Enchantress, okay. Agatha Harkness, um, Satana, the devil's daughter. Um, oh, this yeah. guy named Alraic, who was the king of the Snapman. This is the guy who's like, this, who, who's been having those like giant cats fight her. They just kind of oh. threw him in there. Um, like I said, Agatha Harkness, uh, Brother Voodoo is in it, Magic, and uh, Scarlet Witch. And they're all like... Satan, does she have white hair, brown hair, red hair? White white hair. And mm, the, the red outfit? The red outfit, yeah. With her boobs out? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> girl. She's there. So all the magic users are here. Um, Scarlet Witch is Carol's advocate, but like there's nothing to really advocate for because they've all pretty much made up their mind. Carol is fighting back and saying, you know, why am I being imprisoned here? Have y'all already had Ove's trial? Because yeah. he's the villain. And um, they pretty much tell her, this isn't even like a trial of your guilt. We know what you did and that's wrong. Like you can't do that for a magic user. We're here to trust, judge your worthiness. And um, 
Scarlet Witch comes up to Carol and she's like, you know, um, sorry for everything that has to happen right now. Like, remember who you are. Um, try to hang on to that and like that'll see you through it. And she like uses a spell or something and sends her back to what we saw last issue where she was fighting the dragon. So it wasn't like a flash forward. It looks like they are like putting her through some trial or something mm. for Carol to prove herself as a hero because they told her that if she does not prove herself, that they'll just find someone to replace her. And they said, well, who do you think you are? Carol's like, who do you think you are to like make that decision for me? And they were like, we're, we're the ones who got you bound. So that's what we think. Period. And flash it back to Earth. Binary has been walking around as Carol because she's energy. She can like train, change how she looks. Mm-hmm. And people are wondering if that is Captain Marvel. And they're like, uh, <laughs> is mm-hmm. that Carol? But sometimes she acts weird, so the people kind of figure. Out, I don't really think that's her. She has a conversation with Spider Woman about like, who am I? And Spider Woman's like, you know, I'm not even gonna touch that right now. <laughs> like, we got to figure out what's going on with Carol. And all of a sudden, like, some vampires attacks. I don't know what's going on there. They're everywhere in the Marvel Universe right now. I love it. They're having yeah, a really year. Randomly, like, a bunch of vampires attack. And uh, Binary changes herself into the Captain Marvel look. Um, so she's fighting them as Captain Marvel. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, L'Oreal shows up. And that is uh, Carol's sister, the uh, accuser that they had. And she's like, where is my sister? So... Oh, Carol got a sister. Everybody got a secret sister. (laughs) Yeah, they gave they gave Carol a secret sister during uh, the Empire era when Mm. uh, there was like a something happened on the Kree world where they used Carol's mom's genes to try to create like a super soldier or whatever, Mm -hmm. and like that's what this girl is, and she basically becomes. What's that boy's husband that you like? Hoagland. Yeah, his um, his accuser. It's her. Oh, oh, I've seen. Okay, so I've seen her like in a couple of those Hoagland and Wicking one shot that have come yeah. out. But um, I didn't know she was Carol's sister. That's Carol's like half sister, something like that. You know how they do. <laughs> Everybody's okay. got a secret sibling, so. All right. They gave Good for them. Um, yeah. it sounds like Carol's best stories happen when magic is involved. You know, um, that is her weakness. So mm. that is that's fun to see, yes. But mm. Magic has been providing some fun over here for Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna give her something to punch, like mm-hmm. enchantress in her face. So Okay. We'll see. <laughs> that's we'll see. Be great. And we see a little preview of the next issue and binary is standing over someone. It looks like she may have killed them and people are taking mm-hmm. pictures of her. So okay. I don't know if she like may have killed someone and like people think it's Carol. So Okay. We'll see. Four out of five for me. Great issue. Oh, very nice. Good luck for Captain Marvel, you know, and the Magic Girls. Love seeing them. <laughs> um, we'll have to. You'll have to send me those pages of the Tribunal on Satana, because Satana <laughs> was sitting there. She was looking great. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds like it's good. Um, next up, ooh, we had the Party of the Summer. The X Men Hellfire Gala came out. That's written by Jerry Duggan. We had a few artists on it. Chris, what Anka. kind of party did you go to? <sighs> <laughs> Russell Dowderman, Matteo Lali, and CF Villa were on art. And um this was this is this is what the people have been waiting on. The X-Men Hellfire Gala, year two. 
we're seeing a brand new, it's all different. Um, a lot of stuff is going on. We see Bishop training with some of the younger X-Men. They seem to be like trying out the, testing out the security of the island. Looks like we're finally getting some more seeds planted into that Bishop War College thing, which I thought was super exciting. Yeah. Um, then we get to the actual gala itself, and we see Emma walking around mingling with people. At the, she sees the news that they have done the interview to reveal mutant resurrection to the general public in the daily bugle so she's upset with that and now she's dealing with like backlash from political leaders and stuff like that people oh she's getting her bob like freshly cut even like, <laughs> you know um and so tony stark also sees it so he decides to like actually come to the party and let me tell you something right now i don't like dislike a lot of characters but i dislike tony stark really <laughs> yeah I do not enjoy him at all. He's just like, he's like that man. He's like that evil man who you see on TV. Well, he is just a man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's already clicking down. So yeah, I see that. I, um, I mean, although I do he, like some male characters, I don't really like the Tony like archetype. That's not. I don't like So he's there and he's doing things and he's being messy and like saying little things to people about mutant resurrection and like having his little secret meetings. The most exciting part of this issue to me was personally the reveal of the new X-Men team and I honestly love it. And for those who I know. That was revealed by uh, the Scarlet Witch, mind you. Yes. And her and Lorna's sister. I would say her and Lorna looked good. Like honestly, like they kind of had the best looks of the gala. Lord like, great. Shout they, out to that. They, that Mugler, like, metallic corset. Uh, yes. And then, her like, that's her headpiece. Yes. His notes, and he was like, she's using her powers to hold the whole thing on her body. I was like, ooh, I know that's right. Yes, the um, earrings that were floating. Do you like her little, her halo? No. No, um, I do not. I liked it for this because it's, like, fashion. But yeah. I mean, as, a, a, as a thing. Well, not remember because I only read a few issues of that. But when she was there. Yeah, and we definitely don't want anything related to that for her, so, no. Okay. I don't know, I thought it was cute here. Yeah, it's cute for the fashion moment, yes. But not like all the time. No, absolutely not. Okay. Well, that's nice. Um, <laughs> well, we see the new team revealed. Um, Sink, Jean, and Cyclops are once again voted back onto the team. Cyclops nominates Forge, Forge nominates Havoc, and then Emma nominates Firestar, which is actually the reveal of the X-Men vote. So, yay, congratulations, congratulations. to everybody who was Firestar fans. I was one of them. I actually voted twice. Um, <laughs> so good for her. I also voted twice. I voted for Firestar and I voted for Monet. <laughs> yeah, I remember you said that. But, you know, sorry to the losers, but it said that they were still <laughs> else. So, there's hope that we'll still see a lot There's of probably be another secret X-Men or something. Yeah, we'll probably get another one of those. I wonder who's going to write that one. We'll see. And then Iceman also joins the X-Men team because Firestar is there, which I'm actually, like, really excited because, you know, I was a big fan of his little Infinity comic that he just had, and I feel like Iceman has gained a new sense of self and his heroism and, like, solo hero, and, like, I'm excited to see that bounce off of the new X-Men team. It's like we've got a new, more confident Bobby, self-assured. We don't have to deal with like the little insecure kid, a uh, young member of the team. So it's like how he's going to bounce off of them is going to be really good, especially with like Cyclops and Gene. Mm-hmm. They aged him up in a way that I'm excited to see. You know, Iceman was clicking down for me, but uh, after reading that 
uh, Iceman Mini that they kind of had on Marvel Unlimited, and just kind of reevaluating what I thought Iceman actually is. <laughs> I, I, still don't just, know. <laughs> I don't know why I thought he was just what I thought, but I, I see it now. And I like Iceman still. He's still the same level he was up for me before, which is he's one of my like favorite male Ice, not Ice characters, but that too, but one of my favorite male X-Men characters. And I just like Iceman. He's cool. His powers are dope. Um, I am unsure how much of the character like interactions we're really going to get in this run, um, but I hope that we do get them. Oh, and Magic's on the team, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Magic. Yeah, she's on there. Um, I don't know. I think the team has a lot of, like, potential, especially in terms of friction and conflict. Um, I was really intrigued by the whole Cyclops Forge thing and him being upset with Cyclops about revealing resurrection to the people and the loyalty to Xavier, which is always... Exciting, <laughs> so that was really nice. Um, and then even just Firestar and her journey as like a mutant and Emma. I thought the stuff with them at the gala was really well done. You know, I know a lot of people don't like Firestar, and I'm sorry for that, but like she's the doll, and I'm really interested to see how they kind of take the story of this girl who's only really known hurt and betrayal and like pain from it and finding either hey maybe it actually is some good in this and like she can do great things or even stepping back and say it's like no this still isn't for me and i just want to go back and do my own thing but like i'm just excited to see her actually finally go through those motions and have it addressed yes and i am totally fine with whichever route it goes i just hope that we get to see it you know uh and see her kind of make that decision for herself i will say that um we gotta cut it with the, the with the Twitter talk. I don't really think any of those kids on the island were walk, walking up to that girl calling her a cop. Like, um, <laughs> come on, that um, that was a choice. But <laughs> you know, hey, sometimes you gotta give the people a win. And she still won the vote. The votes were not close. <laughs> that was in text. Okay. <laughs> It was not. I mean, we saw they weren't close when the voting happened when Monet gained like 30% and was still second. <laughs> and Firestar had dropped. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, that was not um, good. I'm happen. excited. And she got like a new costume out of it too, which I thought was like really great. I don't really like the costume. I think it could be better, but I was ready for a new costume. So like she I'm, needed one. Yes. Yeah, like I'm excited for a new costume in general. I do think there were some things that could be like changed about it, but like everybody Did you like her hot girl costume that she had. The jacket? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. But that's because Name Marita helped her design that one. And Name Marita was not like a cute girl. I don't really like her either. Lorna punched her in her face. I <laughs> <laughs> When I did that New Mutants reread, oh, I mean, not New Mutants, New Warriors read. It's and her, like, and her and Nova. I was like, I don't know. Oh really my like gosh, they are awful characters. Yeah, like Nova, so I really don't like Nova. Nova got Quasar killed. If we ever do <laughs> talk about Annihilation, I know I talked about it before, but um, if they ever do that in live action. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But, um, oh, and then also at the gala, Moira was there. And she like revealed herself to Proteus, which her uh-huh. whole story arc is like kind of weird to me. And I'm still I like, don't like it on that whole X lives X deaths of Wolverine thing. So I can't really say too much about what's going on. I have this like cyborg thing she's got going on, but 
it's weird. Like this, heel, this heel turn for her where she is like this like sinister villain just feels weird. It's it's not clicking. Actually, it's I thought clicking. she had a she had a whole lot of weight in my opinion when you know she was just the secret thing under Krakoa, and even when it was her Magneto and Xavier against everybody else in their home secrets, that was fine as well. But like now she's like. It's weird. She's like a she's a mustache twirling villain now. That's just and like she got Mary Jane like locked up. Like it's crazy. But we'll see. Apparently it's supposed to continue on in the Spider-Man books. So you read those, so you'll keep us informed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, everybody so, reads those. Check the numbers. That's fine. Um, but there's gonna be there. And then Maddie's gonna be there too, I think. Which is also probably like why wow, she she don't do nothing. She's about to be Queen of Limbo. That's well, isn't she already Queen of Limbo? Like she doesn't do anything. <laughs> they just have her out there. <laughs> <laughs> she's the queen of the character shelved. She's like she pops up to be like the bad girl. Mm. Every now and again. I don't know. She's fine. But that was the Hellfire Gala. What did you think of the gala all together? Was all right. I mean, I really, really liked Polaris's costume. Her, her okay. design. I really liked her that. Um, as far as the reveal of of a resurrection getting out, that's whatever, I guess. Um, I feel as though I like some of the like nuances that come out afterwards, where people are like, you know, well, why can't you make it mm-hmm. for humans? Like, look what all, all y'all can do. Like. Have have they ever really tried? I'm like, can y'all do it yourselves? How about that? <laughs> that too, right? Like you spent all this time trying to kill us. You could have been creating your own like oh. immortal flower or something like that. Like I don't know what you want me to say. I'm Did sorry we, we came up with the medicine. Earth. Like what else do you want? We've extended your life. We've actually helped you. Anyways, that whole thing is irritating. Yeah, but I think it's again. I think that's like an interesting point to kind of bring up. Yeah. Um, and to see on the page, but again, it's all right. <laughs> like that's crazy. You spent all of your time and money creating like these death-seeking robots <laughs> when right. you could have been doing that to like just make yourselves better. And then uh, the guy, I did appreciate uh, the one moment where I think he was a senator or something. And he said, "Oh, you know, we'll give it access to us to like the elite, like mm-hmm. only like the you know the one percent." And Emma perked up. She said, okay, "Exactly." So I, can... I see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see what I could do. <laughs> she was like, okay. Uh, we could talk about that. Oh, speaking of Emma, we also did, you know, continuing on that tension with her and all the things she was going through at the gala. Um, Cyclops and her made some revelations to each other. She told him about Moira and all of that, and he told her about Sinister and Doctor Stasis and things of that nature. We also saw that Jean Grey has a hall pass with John Hand. I guess he was the special guest of the gala this year, which was like, I mean, it's fine. Random. (laughs) Like, it's. I guess that's the surprise of it all. Like, who was expecting that? Okay. Sure. And I feel like we also got some seeds of that um, Tony Emma wedding. Mm. That was like, yeah, towards the end, after Tony was like going around the party being messy, him and Emma have that little moment. And she's like, you know, it's nice to finally have a man who like approaches me with honesty and like doesn't lie to me. So it's like, mm, I see it happening. Uh, you know what? I did also like when Emma said, 
no one has come up and said congratulations. Mm. There were some cute little moments, I guess, when she was bopping around. She was bobbing and weaving. Yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was just okay. There weren't a lot of, like, mutants. And we no. didn't even see Gambit. He got a whole redesign. Well, that's the sale. <laughs> Something. <laughs> uh, overall, what would you rate the issue? Um, I would give this issue a 3.5 out of 5. Yeah. I'd agree. I'd give it, like, I'd give it a 3. It was, like, cool. I think, like, it was obviously setting up a lot of stuff for the future. And I do think this more condensed version of a gala is a lot better than sending it through all of the books in a single issue. Um, I think I would have liked a little bit more cameos and like actual full designs of the characters that we saw. Um, mm-hmm. I, saw I felt like there were a lot of just like headshots from the neck up. And then even, if that's even if they were dressed up, most people were just like in their regular costumes. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit more of that, but overall, I'm excited for year three. I think year two might give. I think year three will be even better. So you think it's gonna go to a year three? You don't think this? Yeah. Be the last time? No, I do think this is something that'll continue. Hmm. Like I think it's gonna be a recurring little yearly thing of the books. Uh, I don't know how long Dugan will continue writing, but I do think that it'll just keep going. So. Um. Next up was Immortal X-Men number four, and that was written by Karen Gillan with art from Michael Bandini. And I know you said you weren't tapping in to this anymore, but I think you should. I think it's good. Mm. Is it? This this issue is Emma-focused, and it's like... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's like, it's like good Emma-focused, though. Um, I personally feel like she, a lot did she of give the, that speech again about how where were you were when our kids was burning or something? She, she didn't do any of that. So li- listen, I think a lot of Emma's stories as of lately um, have been very one note. I feel like they're very girl boss, sassy, mean. Emma can kind of do no wrong. Like you show these little moments of her, but they're always like just like overshadowed by her being quote unquote funny and just like always winning. This issue sees. Emma in a very different light. It takes her on this journey of like showing more of the insecure side of her, how she's like, feels like she's failing in certain things. She compares herself to other characters like Jean. She talks about how she's scared about getting older and like how she's sleeping in her diamond form and how Scott used to talk about like it made her feel cold. And then we also see her at the gala. Um, And then a, a woman throws sheep blood on her <laughs> in her white dress. Like a protester? <laughs> yeah. You know, she's one of the people who's upset about, like, mutant resurrection. She talks about how her husband had died, like, a few weeks before or something like that. And so that's why she does that. And that's kind of where Emma ends off her night. But then we go back to the next day, and she's meeting with the council, and she reveals to all of them about Sinister and Dr. Stasis, like, while Sinister's sitting there. So Sinister's like, oh, and you know, Dr. Stasis is saying he's the original Sinister, so Sinister starts to run. Um, we see the council kind of chasing after him, but he manages to get through a gate. But before he gets through the gate, Destiny stops him. She can obviously stop him, but she's like, no, go ahead. So when he gets back to his fortress and he's about to kill his Moira so he can like restart the timeline, he starts to think about how Destiny just let him go through. And he starts wondering like, okay, well, what does she know? What does she see? What does she let me go through for? She must have something planned. She must like know something. And so he decides to actually go back through the gate and turn himself in. But 
as soon as they like finally get him, he gets beamed away. It looks like it's something that's involved in Judgment Day, which is just like it is. Uh, we'll talk about it next. So it seems like I don't know if that's what's going on. But I thought the issue and then like we ended off with Emma again and she's just like talking about how she still feels a little sad and all these things that are happening and she notices she's still sleeping in her diamond form. And it's just like, hey, you know, I'm lying to myself about all of these things. And that's the good thing about being a telepath or excuse me, the bad thing about being one is that you can convince everybody to be like you're something that you're really not. And I thought it was just like really well done. I think it's a side of Emma that we haven't seen. And I was like, I think it's one of the most honest versions of Emma that we've had in a very long time. I have a question. This is issue four? Yes. What is this about? It's about the council. This is what y'all wanted. <laughs> this is exactly like what you all wanted. Like you were like, oh my gosh, like we need to see the council. We need to get to the council. I was the one saying I didn't think we needed it. Like, what is this? And here I am, loving it. It's about the council. The council how? From what I was told, I thought that the council members would kind of be, you know, some of them would think that they were in succession. Some of them would think they were in House of Cards. Um, That's what it seemed as though was being talked about this book. So I was expecting more like politics and them kind of, kind of pressing their own viewpoints onto the rules of Krakoa. But so far, this just seems like we going around the circle and to everybody tell me who you are? No, we're still, like, getting to it, but it's just, like, messy things are happening. I think as they're trying to, like, build these new rules for Krakoa and all this stuff, because that is, like, we get Destiny back, and she's saying, oh, we're about to go to war. Then we get, like, the revelation of the mutant resurrection so it's saying now how do we deal with this because while they're in the middle of their meeting Xavier gets news about like some man who injected himself with mutant growth hormone and then killed himself because he thought that meant he was going to be able to come back Mm. and so like now how does Krakoa as a nation deal with this it's showing like yes we're seeing them in the little bits but like at the same time they're building out this nation with Exodus and Hope we're seeing the religion of Krakoa and how that's being done from the council's POV with Emma and Charles politics i know you don't care about that but it's good i'm sorry i like it i think it's a good book i give this issue like a four out of five mm. that's great it's i'm glad fun. you like it <laughs> in destiny we're kind of seeing like the seedy underbelly of it all we know that something's wrong with sinister we see just him doing his own machinations and trying to expand the island in his way everyone's doing their part xavier just got left alone so now he's like okay Back against the wall. Everybody want to come after the big dog. That's cool. Mm. Kate is useless. What about Storm and Nightcrawler? Storm is regent. She should actually lose her position, if I'm being honest. Nightcrawler is bringing from, like, the religious point of view. The spark. But I thought that's what Exodus and Hope were doing. He's doing it from, like, a heaven evangelist. Like, Hope is Jesus. Nightcrawler is like, <laughs> hope is Jesus and she should be like a guiding force. Nightcrawler's doing it from like the spark is the rules of our religion and he's enforcing them. He's kind of like a cop. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that sound like to me. <laughs> hmm. Ooh, he's like a religious cop. Oh, 
I don't think that's any better. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see that meme? <laughs> it has got these two kids, and they're, like, running away, and there's this boy who's, like, really just waving at them from the door. But they have Gina Scott's face on it and Nightcrawler, and it's like, run, or he'll start talking about Jesus again. <laughs> Yes, I have. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it is funny. Mm. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. I think the book is good. I support it. Mm. I think you should read it. Next issue. I'm gonna check out. I'll, I'll be checking out the next issue. I saw the preview for issue five. Um, and it's look. I saw some of the like correlations and stuff that were being put towards Exodus and like his past and um the religion no <laughs> but we'll check that I don't out no I like a holy warrior I like why, but why would he be a holy warrior when he left the crusaders he the crusaders have, were bad people have, <laughs> they were bad just, people but now he's reformed his faith under the messiah but the point of his story was to leave all that behind and he didn't need it. He only needs to believe in himself. But he still does. Through her. <laughs> Sounds so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will be ignoring that. <laughs> but that was Immortal X-Men. I don't know. I like it. I like it. I like the Emma issue. I like the little bits we got with everybody. I like the revelation. Uh, I mean, excuse me, the reveal of Sinister to the rest of the council. I'm glad we kind of like got that over with because I didn't want that to drag on for too long. I really do like the cat and mouse game that Destiny and Sinister are playing with each other. I think Mystique might die soon, which I'm like, mm, can't wait for. So, yeah. <laughs> Again, I think we can get rid of Kate off the council. Um, Storm, I think something should be brought into question about her place there. I understand she's regent and she's got other stuff to do, but it's like I also feel like that should kind of take precedence. She's like got she's regent, she's sitting on Arako's council, and she's sitting on Krakoa. Like she's not even there for most of the meetings these days. Well, unless unless the artist wants her to be. That's immortal. And um, next up on our list and final book of the week is The Axe Eve of Judgment, number one. And I guess that's a Judgment Day tie-in or like prequel issue. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not tapping into Judgment Day. So like, please take it over. Tell us what happened. Um, so this issue was, um, let me see who wrote this actually so I don't say the wrong thing. I think... Uh, yes, it was by uh, Kieran Gillen and Pascal Ferry and Dean White. Now, this issue was, it's like a prequel to Judgment Day. Um, and you basically just get like, you know, a quick touch and go on the, the Avengers hanging out, the X-Men hanging out. And Druig is like, you know, the mutants are demons. How do I kill them? And he decides that he goes to another eternal who like knows how to like make anything basically like his kind of forge and he tells him like if i want to kill all of the mutants how would i do it and he's like oh i know exactly how you could do it he makes this bomb and um <clears throat> he's like okay cool once you make this bomb we'll like set it off then he goes to see fastos who has been locked up if you if anyone remembers from previous uh the eternals run uh fastos was kidnapped by druid because he's the one who kind of can fix the uh, the machine 
Well, he ends up being released from prison by uh, Ajak and Makari because they want to uh, create their own celestial. They feel like, uh, you know, if we can't commune with them anymore, we can make, create our own God. Fastus is like, I'm not doing this. This is ridiculous. Like, and they're, they're saying, we know we think this is a good idea. Let's show you our plan. And he's like, what? Part of your plan is you have to kidnap some mutant. Um, like, I'm not going to be a part of this. You should not do this because it's going to be bad. And he leaves and Makari and Ajak are like, well, I guess we shouldn't show him who our guest was. And it's a locked up uh, Sinister. Um, so I'm assuming that's where Sinister was beamed off from in the Immortal X-Men issue. Um, and then, yeah, we see that uh, Druig is ready to let this bomb off. But I guess Krakoa is a part of the machine because Krakoa is a part of Earth. Um, so like when they start to try to set the bomb off, all of a sudden their their eternal instincts about having to protect the machine go off. So they have to like stop it and they're like, what's going on? What the happen? Mm-hmm. They figure out why it's connected to Krakoa and uh Drew is like, you know what, if I wanna cause genocide, I should go to one person and he goes to uh, Uranus at the end. So Overall, it was an open issue. Like, it was just really just teeing up Judgment mm. Day. I'm not quite sure how hype I am for Judgment Day. My hype clicked down once Exodus happened in that issue of What's Man. And I don't really know. I was never really excited for Judgment Day. I'm not I was excited lie. because I thought the everybody was, I thought this was going to be an event where everybody ends up, you know, teaming up together where they have to fight a big celestial at the end and I was going to get some like superhero moments and because in my opinion that's kind of the only events are the only times it seems when like superheroes (laughs) I thought the death of the mutants tie-in was going to be like a versus issue and I was excited for that but once I found out that's not what it's going to be I was like oh yeah I'm sorry they I think Iron Fist is getting a tie-in what's Iron Fist doing here we need a tie-in for, and this is what I mean. Like, I don't need the characters to be fighting each other anymore either. Like, I'm kind of over that. Mm. All of the the versus stuff. Like, let's let's bring let's we gotta bring back the villains for somebody <laughs> to fight. <laughs> Where's Nimrod? Like, we need mm. something like that to shake something up. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, overall, I give this issue like a three out of five. I... Okay. Well, if you guys are excited for Judgment Day, let us know. Yeah, let's check that out. Um, okay, so jumping on over into the book club of the week, we read New X-Men, issues 10 through 12, and mm-hmm. Prodigy's Glory. Bob. He was boring in the beginning. Yes, so this issue was like... A- <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, I have to start it off. Why was that so necessary to say? I mean, that's how the that's how the book started. Like these <laughs> were about him having the like, he went to Emma and was like, "Oh, what would happen if you took the mental blocks off of my mind?" And um, they basically, Emma and uh, Danny basically give him like a a psychic. I don't know, premonition or something, something for him to live out exactly to see his fears of like where his mental block is coming from. And it shows that he would have become like an evil president um, or whatever. It's a story about absolute power corrupting absolutely. 
it was heartwarming and it was affirming and it put some things in place and helped him realize some things you know he's got feelings for his teammate surge mm. <laughs> she is just boring and nasty. so you got the boring boy and a nasty girl. <laughs> <laughs> wow this one there she'll bring him out she'll like lift him up out of his shell he'll kind of like you know make her a little bit nicer see that she can't be so mean to everybody <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where what happened with Surge, but I remember being like younger and thinking that, oh, she was kind of cool. I think the powers just got me. She's got hot powers. Like, I think the electricity and the super speed plus the blue hair. Like, hair. Really good. And I'm also really into her gauntlets. I know a lot of people don't like them, they want them sleek, but I like a big, chunky piece of mechanic that she got right there. It's like that really gets me. I like them sleek. Uh, That's so boring. Like a glove? Like, ooh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) I don't want you to have no big ass like Mega Man uh, gauntlets on your hand. I have a gauntlet. Get me a gauntlet. No, thank you. I want something sleek, but she's still nasty. She probably don't deserve that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I saw that in their future, like Sophia and Hellion were like a divorced couple. Um, I thought that that was that was cute. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that definitely tracks. Um, Tag. Oh, he doesn't have it. No, that's that's not a character at all. Like we don't get <laughs> this by porcupine. Boy. <laughs> like what? Ah, Quill. Um, Tag is like one of those characters. I will never understand that power. Like it's literally to like make people run away and like come towards it. Oh, that just was that was a weird thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's see. what I'm saying. Sometimes like I get it. Everybody wants to have this like very different and niche power. But sometimes just give him something simple because what is this? Just make the boy a psychic. It would have been like so much easier. And called it a day. <laughs> you still could have had him call, be called Tag. Like you yeah. can do that with the mind. Like yeah, Tag doesn't have it. Like psychic he, characters can pretty much have any kind of name. That that was a weird decision with his powers. But like Tag doesn't matter. Nobody talks about him anymore. No. Um. So. Yeah, I also didn't really like Weir's art in this. The first two issues were by Weir. The, like, characters are very bulbous. Like, everything is very, like, (laughs) round. I don't know. Bulbous was so specific. (laughs) That's that's the first thing I thought of. (laughs) I, I agree with that, though, yeah. And I don't know. This has not been that great of a run. Well, I told and I recognize that, that New X-Men have a pretty big, like, still kind of a hit a cult following, I guess. But, like, was this good because we were 15 when this came out? And we could, like, relate to them also being young? Possibly. Because I don't really think it's that good now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, it'll get better again after they all die, but... Um, After, like, we get to the... But, again, I do still think that first half was a lot weaker. Than, like, I enjoy it, and I still enjoy it to this day. I I can agree that it hasn't aged the best. Um, but, like, I do also agree that I think a lot of it was because we were 15 at the time. Like, it was, like, the grassy, like you said. You watch the nine, your 90210s and all that stuff. You feeling it. Mm-hmm. Now... We'll see. Well, once once we hit the road, I think the House of M tie-in that's coming up soon. Um, I actually think like 
that whole like little second half of this run, once we get to the wars, the end of the year, the school dance, and then the House of Mti and stuff, that's when it like really kind of starts ticking up for the better. But then it didn't because <laughs> Wanda. <laughs> <laughs> Everything changed after that. So Wanda said no more of this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, there is the book club of the week. Uh, this has been really fun to revisit a lot of these characters. Please send in your questions and stuff and comments you have going on. Drag me if you feel like I'm being too harsh on the new X-Men. I get it, but I don't know. I don't know if they really got it like that. You'll see. Um, and then we'll see. I still see it for Sophia. Uh, but next uh, week, we'll be going over issues 13 through 18. So uh, read those up and come back for more. But let's take a break, and then we'll come right back. She'll probably end up having her own like MCU thing. I know, that's what I'm hoping for. That's love the movie. Yeah, probably. They're gonna want to tap into that. Iconic. But that's that. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. This week we are finishing off our we our watch of Miss Marvel episodes five and six because we missed five last week. And let me tell you something right now, getting straight into it. This is my favorite Disney Plus show. Wow, that is such high praise. Okay. I think that, like, this show is just, like, such... Um, it's, like, cute. I liked it a lot, too, because I don't it's... know why I'm trying to... <laughs> I liked it. The, the, the emphasis on, like, family, heritage, like, womanhood, finding yourself, friendship, like, all of that, it just, like, hits. It feels like pure comic book goodness. And, like, I'm sorry. I'm a fan of every change that has been made to Kamala in this show. Me too. The power, <laughs> the origin, the friends, whatever. Like, I'm into it all. This is my Miss Marvel. And Amon, she's, like, killing it. She is Kamala. She's so, like, adorable. She's so personable. And you really, like, root for the little girl to, like, win. So, like, getting into issue five, we get the flashback. We finally meet Aisha. Um, Gorgeous great. woman. Beautiful, Gorgeous. beautiful face. Like, she's three. stunning. <laughs> yeah, every time she came home. And we see her, and, like, we kind of get that story about her and everything that happened when they were going through. We see Najma again. She's a nasty woman. I cannot she stand is. her. She's evil self. Um, but Kamala has been transported through the Bengal uh, to that time period, and she runs into a dying Aisha, which was, like, such a really sad, heartfelt scene. Like, again, her mom was, like, really selling it, and just, like, kind of that innocence of Kamala and, like, seeing all these things of what she thought a hero was. It's like it's not supposed to be this way. Um, she ends up running into her grandmother as a child, and she finds out that she is the one from the story that she's been telling about how she reunited her with her dad which I thought was like really great and really nice moment for her um, and when she gets back to the present her mother is there and let's talk about Maniba for a quick second Queen. she is the star of this show <laughs> it's called Miss Marvel but it should be called Miss Maniba it's like everything that I deserve like that moment where she's talking with the cousins and he's telling her how to find her phone and she's like is this spyware for parents and she's like why am I just now finding out about this the way she sold it and the way she just carried it she put her glasses on (laughs) (laughs) so cute like she is gonna every line she has I love when she's on screen like this is a mother and this is what we really deserve to see um but you know we run into them and Kamala reveals to her that she is the light girl that's been running around and I just thought like Maniba's reaction to that was like very nice 
again, yes. like she, we've kind of been watching her and Kamala struggle and the way they just like interact and she's been acting out and sneaking out and trying to do these things and Maneva's trying to understand her and like just seeing that and it's just like, oh, this makes sense. It's like, not only is my daughter like not being bad, she's being good and she's being good in the best way that she possibly can be by being this hero who is helping other people. And it was just like, yes. Mm-hmm. Bring I loved it. <laughs> what I needed. And, you know, afterwards, she picked up that necklace, and it was like, oh, this is Kamala's necklace, and it looks like her symbol. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Hot, hot, just great stuff. Um, And then even when we get to the end of that, and, like, you know, she reveals to the rest of the family and the way the family reacts and everything, and I thought that the mom bringing her the costume, like... I love that moment. I was like, oh, this is perfect. I love that, like, her costume came from her mom that made it for her. Made in Pakistan? This is so cute. I love it. <laughs> yes. And then on the flip side of everything that's going on with Kamala Cameron and his run back to Bruno, who I'm, I don't know why. I want to call him Dustin so bad. But his name <laughs> is Bruno. And he's on the run from damage control, but they end up running into them at Bruno's apartment, blow it up. And now they're on the run and we got to go. And that's what leads us all into episode six, which was... You know, we always talk about how the MCU has its little formula. Episodes five and six are the one that hit. Episode <laughs> six hit. <laughs> Listen, when um, Kamala said in Biggin, I gagged. 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 I was like, oh my God, she's going to do it. Yes, <laughs> this is so great. And I truly and like, I like her powers in this. I'm sorry. They're cool. They look good. They look good. When Damage Control was like shooting at her, I was like, not them shooting at a kid, but like her little crystal shield that she had up was really well done. And I gotta say, like, shout out to the team, because everything that was done in that high school scene where like Damage Control was trying to chase them throughout was like really, really well done. I thought the lighting was great. I thought the like use of how they did all the stuff in the school was really good. Just the chase in general, like the Kamala's a hot girl. All the boys like her. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, when uh D- not Dustin, when Bruno <laughs> ran into Kamala and Cameron holding hands and like it was light up, mm-hmm. he was like, Oh, that was sad. His little heart was broken. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? I saw her on the um she did ask me anything on Reddit and they asked her like, Who do you think she Kamala should be with? And she was like, you know, oh, Bruno and her are cute, but, like, also Cameron is, like, an attractive man. And she was like, and we never really show, like, a brown couple in any of these kind of things. And then she was like, oh, but Bruno's, like, been there for her. And um, I think that's cute. She's got, like... She better fuel the fires. (laughs) She knows. She was there. Um, And then we get with Cameron and, like, his powers. He's also got, like, some crystal stuff going on that he got from Nasty Najma after she sacrificed herself. Allegedly, I think there was something wicked going on in there. But <laughs> nonetheless, was <clears throat> mm. okay. mm. activated his powers? I don't know. She did something wicked that like made him out of control, and he's gonna turn into a villain or something. I'm sure. Well, in the comic, he is. <clears throat> there you go. He's a villain to her, but I think they like. I think that's like like he's a villain, but they kind of like each other. Oh, one of those. I think it's gonna be one of those. A Buffy Spike type of thing. I didn't watch Buffy. What? That's not for me. No, I did not watch How that. How have you never watched Buffy? Why would I watch that? That's... <laughs> anyway, we won't get into that. Anyways, but like, uh, she gets Cameron away. Um, you can tell they kind of dropped some of the budget on his powers, though. 
he, 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 did not, he did not. Yeah. Have, in fact, was <laughs> 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 like, whoa, what's happening over here? I'm like, there you go. Um, but he ends up getting away. I also really just love the aspect of Kamala, like when she was protecting them, like how all of the people in Jersey were on her side. And like yes. trying to damage control too. Like I thought that was really nice. Like, oh, I was like, look at them. They got their little Jersey hero and they were supporting her. She get her new costume and they love she it. She sure is like a little Peter Parker. Like she is the new, you know, everyday kid with powers who just wants to do good. It was good. It was really well done. Again, I just love this show. Um, then we get to the end and we see Period. Nah- <laughs> we see Nahia. Kamala and Bruno all talking and you know he's showing off this car that Cameron left and he's talking about going out of state and he's just talking about all this stuff. He Before takes- we get there, where was mm-hmm. his parents through all of this? Aren't they dead? Did they say that? Did I miss that? I don't know. I thought they were dead. Like I thought that that's why he was like living above that little bodega. So, well, yeah, I know. I thought he worked there and he had like I don't know. I don't know why he lived there. Just, I was always like, where are his parents? Oh, I just was, maybe I'm just assuming they're dead because we just never saw them. But I just. <laughs> was he just a teenager living by himself? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was like, you know, one of them kind of like foster care type of things. What's the, where are the foster parents? I thought it was the guy who worked downstairs. His boss at the Circle yeah. View? <laughs> was that happening? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't... Oh. Well, I'll rewatch it. I like the show so much. I'll, I'll go he back was going it. to college anyway, so it doesn't really matter. That's true. Yeah. He's 18, probably. He's good. But, you know, he's telling Kamala, he's like, you know, I did some research because Amir thought he might have powers too. And he's like, um, your genes. Well, Amir is fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was like, you know, your genes are different. There seems to be a mutation. <laughs> and it was like, period. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you want else. I, I'm into it. I support it. Me too. I like it. I feel like this was the way to start to introduce mutants into the MCU, or like like mutations and all that kind of stuff, and the, the premise of that. So I think that's really dope. Um, I don't think that takes away from Kamala or Ms. Marvel. I don't think that makes her an X-Men now. I think that like her, she is a solo character. So. All her stories are just wrapped around with her and her life. So it's got nothing to do with like her being a mutant and stuff. So I'm sure she may make some cameos. There definitely will be a Wolverine team up. Um, but like, I think it's cool. I thought it was And awesome. I feel like people have yet to really comment. At least I haven't really seen people realizing that your favorite mutant could probably already exist right now. Just damage control has them. If they were looking for Kamala, they probably, they've said they've like, had mm-hmm. other mutants before, but well, they didn't say mutants, but they said they've had other, you know, Super people. They, yeah. And like these were just powers that they had never seen before. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I, I, you know, I'm an anti Inhumans fan. I'm sorry. I'm not really with them. And I like will admit that. So I don't mind them not really being a part of Kamala's story. Again, I've always enjoyed what they've done, and I like her being a mutant. At first, I thought it was going to be kind of a tease, and they were just, like, making a joke. Like, oh, they're saying she has a mutation. They're playing the music. They're trying to be cute, but, like, eventually they could say it's something else, or maybe she is really inhuman, or, like, whatever. But then I started seeing the articles and, like, a mom on the Reddit thing talking about it, and they were, like, saying, like, no, she's a mutant. And I was she like, says, oh. They were the first one introduced. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. 
I'm here for that. So bring on the mutants, baby. Do you think maybe we might hear something about that as SDCC? I think that we're going to start seeing more of them pop up. Again, when we've all been talking about, like, how are the X-Men going to be introduced? And um, where have they been this whole time? They should come from the multiverse. I've always been against that because that just takes away from... That's not what a mutant is. Like, it's supposed yeah. to be your mutation. And I think that now we're just going to see that mutants are going to be a, just a new, like, phenomenon. They're just popping mm-hmm. up now. Or at least they're being... Uh, revealed. Like, revealed now. Coming out, which is like how mutants very often came out. It's like, yeah, I was just popped up one day, or like you just saw this person with powers, and then slowly but surely they start becoming more and more. And who's to say that there isn't a hidden school somewhere right now? Because they were hiding already. I'm ready for it. Mm -hmm. Bring them, bring all the people. But overall, how did you feel about Miss Marvel? What would you rate it? Honestly, overall, the series would get like out of five. Yeah. Out of five, I would give it a four out of five. I really enjoy it. There were parts where, you know, normally I like characters that are like, you know, a little rough, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, are, that aren't very nice. But I myself am very corny. So like the uh, emotional stuff with her parents was fantastic. I loved the speech that her mother gave her about like just uh, like doing the right thing. And yeah. that she, that and that she's never alone, and that her parent like she's she doesn't have to go through any of this stuff alone. I loved all of that. Um, and yeah, I don't know, which is a really great, a well done series. I f- it feels as though they got to do the version of Kamala that they may have wanted to do in the comics with this version of her. Um, I think it's great. Okay. Well, before I give my scoring, I forgot to talk about the post credit scene. Oh, yes. Um, so the post credit scene happens. Kamala's like uh, bangle glitches and she switches places with uh, Carol. Carol like pops up like, like she crashes through the door. Mm-hmm. Carol gets up and she's like, where am I? And, and she sees all her pictures of herself and like all this kind of stuff like <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm in hell. <laughs> <laughs> so she's freaking out and then it cuts. Um, and that scene was actually directed by uh, Nia DaCosta, who was doing the Marvels. Mm, I didn't know that. That's yeah. Okay. I'm excited for that. Um, I think that's great. This, to me, was a... You know, you would like to laugh at me about talking about Operation Galactic Storm <laughs> <laughs> and the Kree Skull War, if it's going to come. And look, this is just another point. Her bangle, they switch places. I know people get confused about like all the different cosmic entities but there are these bands called the nega bands and they're basically connected to the negative zone um uh, one of my favorite characters is quasar and he has the quantum bands and they're connected to the quantum zone um and the nega bands were created after the kree saw the quantum bands and wanted their own so they like created the nega bands and it gives you power whatever and uh, one of the uses for them, there was a character named Rick Jones, who whenever he got a pair of them, him and Captain Marvel, Marvel, they would like mm-hmm. trade places and uh, stuff. You know, back in the day when they had like wish fulfillment for characters, you know, like a Shazam kind of thing, yeah. Rick Jones and Captain Marvel would do kind of that, those adventures together. Um, and it looks like they are basically doing that in the MCU, but instead of using Rick Jones, it's Kamala, and instead of Marvel, it's Carol. Mm. So it looks okay. like probably when we get to the Marvels, which I will uh, be tuned in for, for sure. Uh, Kamala, Monica, 
the potential of Blue Marvel, they've seen to that. Boom. I know the ticket ticket purchase. I'm I'm happy you'll be seeing my girls in that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I like I like the after credit scene. I wasn't too like I've seen people say like oh my gosh I love Carol's new costume. I like it. I like the three quarter sleeve. I'm a fan mm-hmm. of those. Um, I like the fingerless gloves and it looks sleeker than her previous one. It's not as like overly designed, but yeah. like it still gave. This is just a cameo. Like it yeah. didn't give. This is what I'm actually going to be wearing. Like new suit. Like yeah. you still expect to see something different when we actually get to the movie. Exactly. I appreciate that they didn't put a wig on her head and I like the braid, the side braid. That's that felt and it felt like a Carol look. Yeah. It was happy. It is a Carol look. <laughs> she's, she's she she looks the part. That's good for her. Yeah. Um, well, I agree with a lot of that. And the show overall, I also agree with really enjoying a lot of the family aspects. Like even on that last episode where she got the picture of Aisha and the great-grandfather and, like, gave it back to the grandmother. Even, like, like you said, we we talked about the mom and holding her necklace, giving her the costume, the dad kind of helping her create her name of Miss Marvel, I thought was also, like, a really nice... Absolutely love that. Like, just, like, really good stuff all throughout. It was, like, really well done. I think it kind of captured the essence of Kamala wholeheartedly. I felt like this is, like you said, the story they might have wanted to originally kind of get in with the comics about being tied to her. I like how they kind of removed a lot of Carol from it because it doesn't find deeper meaning in being her family, her history, and like her own personal story and getting her culture in there. I enjoyed it. Honestly, like I said, it's my favorite Marvel series. I think I would give them five out of five. Wow. Like, I enjoy every, like, even the episode four, which was kind of like the weakest one for me, and I felt like a lot of that was mostly the pacing issues. I still enjoyed that for the most part. Like, I think I'm going to watch this again. It was fantastic. I really am going to rewatch it. I had a a lot of fun. Like you said, I really appreciated that they didn't emphasize Carol. There's a way for her to be a fan of like the superhero on the yeah. Avengers without having to insert Carol into her story. And by de-emphasizing her and then like filling that with her family and her culture and stuff, I thought that was fantastic. So deep, so good. Loved mm-hmm. it. And then again. I support all the changes, the power change, the mutation. But and, and even so, like with the mutation thing, they could change it. They could say like the shield and the Noor is just like that aspect of her family. And maybe her mutation is something different and she can start stretching. That could be true. I mean, the bangle, if they're saying that bangle is connected to other dimensions, I would assume, and it's a negaband, yeah. have, there's, there's another one. So either A, she's going to have to lose it or is gonna have to like no longer work or something. Um, so we'll definitely see what happens with that. But I I want more Kamala. <laughs> She's I'm here for it. Miss Marvel, Miss Mutant, I support it. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. All right, y'all. Well, let us know what you guys thought about uh, Ms. Marvel. And you can definitely check us out wherever you get your podcast. Please rate and subscribe. We really appreciate all this love and support. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at, on, I'm sorry, at Another Relaunch. You can watch us on YouTube at an, Another Relaunch uh, TV. You can find me on most social media platforms at UncannyLZ. Keenan, where can they find you? You guys know you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Keenan Lance. As always, there's an underscore at the end. Boom. All right, y'all, let's get up out of here. We'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm.